Happy Monday! I cannot believe it is another week. It is insane how quick time is just flying by. Welcome back to Cup of Common Sense. Hope you got your cup of tea, your cup of coffee, or your cocktail of choice, and that you're sitting down, relaxing, and listening to this podcast. Welcome back. My name is Stephanie, for those of you that are new to this podcast, and I am sitting here chilling out on this lovely, brisk Monday here in Jersey, chilling with my girls, with my bitches, and I'm just sitting back ready to chat. I've been wanting to talk about this uh, situation that's been happening with a really dear friend of mine, and I kind of wanted to wait and see how it would play out, but as... I continue to talk to him. It just gets to be this insane situation. And I have to share it. And I'm going to, I'm not going to name names. I'm not going to kind of like get into logistics um, or disclose their personal information in regards to who they are and where they live. So I rewind to Thanksgiving. Okay. Thanksgiving. What is Thanksgiving to you? Because I think it's pretty much to everyone the same thing. It's a day of thanks. I'm usually thankful for my health, uh, my family, everyone that's close to me in my small circle, my bitches, you know, which when I say bitches, I mean my dogs (laughs) and just everything. You know, I'm, I'm just thankful. You could be thankful for you're manicurist. I don't know, but you get it. It's a day of thanks. So I usually will send my text messages or do my phone calls first thing in the morning on a holiday. And this time around, I kind of just decided to sit back and relax on Thanksgiving. I cooked and hosted for just my parents, uh, Mark and I, and I prepped a lot of the food the night before so I could relax and enjoy the day. And it was perfect. Got up, had a cup of coffee, chilled out, watched some TV, and the bird was in the oven. So everything was going great. So I decided to send my messages and stuff out later in the day. So I shot a text to one of my old dear friends who left the state of New Jersey a few years ago to move to the South. And he went with his wife and three kids and they've been down there and I don't think he's really been back much since. But we still keep in touch here and there. And so I just sent a happy Thanksgiving. Hope you have a great day. Um, And, and, you know, I hope that you have a lot to be thankful for. Blah, blah, blah. Whatever typical bullshit. I get a response of basically on the lines of it's based it, it, it like, oh, my day is down the shitter. Needless to say, uh, hasn't been great. So I'm like, wow, okay. A little bit of a Debbie fucking downer on Thanksgiving, but whatever. So I just respond, oh, really? I'm so sorry. How so? Just trying to be nice. I don't look at my phone for a few hours. And we're on the way home from uh, dessert at my brother-in-law's house. And I hear the ding on my phone. And I look and I have all these missed messages. And one of them is from my friend. And it just basically says, and sorry, if you just heard some grunting noise, that was Vita. (laughs) She was just laying next to me, curled up sleeping, and she is groaning. Anywho, so yeah, so I get the ping, I look at the phone, it's a response from my friend, 
message, I mean, shook me to the core. It's a message you don't expect to get, and especially on a holiday. So I gasp for air. I look over. I look at Mark, and he's like, are you okay? And I just look at him, look back at my phone, gasp again. And I'm like, I just got a response. And he goes, oh, yeah? And I I share the response. The response was, you know, his wife's name, uh, so-and-so, told me today that she is no longer in love with me, but in love with my best friend. So I immediately, like, I'm like, is this a joke? Like, are you testing me? Come on. Like, how can this be? And I immediately was just like, what? Like, what? With, like, probably 20 different T's across the what and then question marks after. And I then just, it clicked. Like, oh, shit, if this is real, the only person I can think of of who he's talking about is so, you know, is our, is his oldest friend. So I put the person's name down with a question mark right after I did the what, and I just get a yes. And I'm like, oh, fuck no. Like, on Thanksgiving, this woman decides to tell her husband, who gave up everything for his family, to go where she wanted to go, and do what she wanted to do. For what? And her her thanks to him was, I'm in love with your best friend. But I was just protective mode for him, like a protective sister and angry, wanted to snap and like text her and tell her how I really felt about her. And maybe back years ago, the old me would have just not thought about it and flipped the fuck out on her and just told her what a piece of shit she was. But as I'm getting older, I'm getting a little more mature and can kind of tone it back a little bit and know when the right time for something like that is necessary. And um, in this situation, it wasn't the right situation at all to do it. So I just let him vent and it just, you know, all night was like a back and forth thing. And, um, later, so that night when we got home, I got on the phone with him, we were talking and I was just so all like, I'm so sorry. I can't believe this. And he gave me some of the background and I just was like, what? I don't care if you're the male or the female in the relationship, or if you're two females or two males, I don't care your sexual, you know, preference. I don't. I cannot understand a human being that can do something so hurtful and hateful or whatever it is or meaningless. Like, those aren't the right words, but... You know what I mean? Like, how could you do something so cruel to the person that 
loves you. I don't care what your situation is, whether you're married, you're dating, you're the other person, I don't know. But no one deserves that at all. And then if you're doing it, you wait until a holiday. So he'll never be able to enjoy another Thanksgiving without thinking of this traumatizing situation. And it's just disgusting that people are like that. And I did not expect this from his wife, who I not was not really close with, but we were acquaintances because of him and I would keep in touch with her and go to the house when they lived up here and you know I always thought she was headstrong and she was very stubborn and wanted to do things her way and only her way and he was fine with that he's a very laid-back person one of the sweetest men that I've ever met and that you would probably have met um, doesn't drink doesn't do drugs doesn't yell doesn't cheat um, you know hard worker animal lover I mean great I'm so proud to have him as a friend and to just for this to happen I just and I'm saying I just a lot because I really don't, I'm still shook about the situation and it's been days. So we've been talking, uh, not every day, like every other day, like I'm checking in with him. Like I'm texting, hey, how was your day today? How are you doing? Are things getting a little bit better? You know, I was holding out hope that things would improve and that maybe this was something she was doing to get his attention, like saying that this was the case to get the attention. But then the more I was hearing, the more I realized how much I really hated her at this point and that she had a lot of balls to do this. So the extra part of the story was that that best friend that she is now in love with had actually come to visit them and had been staying with them for a couple weeks and was there when she made the announcement. So this guy is in their home, under their roof, sleeping on their couch and has no shame, nothing. Doesn't say a word, doesn't like try to jump in and like defend himself, doesn't try to be a friend to, you know, our friend. Uh, He's not a victim, but you know, like he's the one going through all this. He's getting this bad news dropped on him and no one is being the slightest bit sorry at all. And I'm just thinking, what the fuck? He's under your roof and she tells you on Thanksgiving that she is in love with him and not you. And you didn't bash his face in? <laughs> like, who's with me? I would have lost my shit. I, I probably would have thrown something at both of them. I would have threw them out of the house. I don't know. I don't know if the kids were in around. I don't know what happened, if they were in bed when it all happened. It, it, no, actually, they couldn't have been in bed because um, it was dinner time when I heard. So 
I mean, fuck. Like, she didn't even wait. She couldn't even wait till midnight. So it was like the day after Thanksgiving. So then he had to continue staying underneath the same roof with the two of them canoodling and whispering and, you know, leaning on each other for emotional support, but not worried about him, not chickening on him, just worried if he was going to actually walk out of the house and leave and come back home. No concern for his feelings whatsoever, it sounds like. And again, there's two sides to every story, but I'm going off of the side that I know. And I was, you know, he kept saying, like, I really hope that this is just a joke. I, you know, I'm hoping she's just doing this to get my attention because she said that we've needed to go to therapy, blah, 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 blah. Well, this is a really cruel fucking way to do it if you're trying to get someone's attention. Um, Because you couldn't have just been like, hey, I just don't love you anymore and I want a divorce. You couldn't just done that by yourself. You had to add a third party in there. So right away I knew that this wasn't a joke or an attention getter, that this was realistic. This was actually the way she felt and was something going on. Well, more story, more things were coming into play as the days were going on about how she uh, was, I guess something happened at a, at a party while he was in town and the neighbors witnessed it. So now neighbors are involved and it is a fucking mess. And here's my friend, you know, spending as much time with his three children as he possibly can while working full time after getting this news, not sleeping, not eating, stressed out depressed, miserable, because all he can think about is now he knows that his marriage is over. He would do anything to try and make it work, even with the situation, you know, even though you love my best friend and you don't love me anymore, I'll still make it work. I mean, he loves her that much. And also for the sake of the kids, any normal human being that has children, if you are, in, are not in an abusive relationship, if you are in a very civilized relationship where there's been nothing but love, if you don't try to make it work for the sake of your kids, you don't give a fuck about your kids then. I'm sorry. That's, that's how I look at it. And I'm sorry for anyone that doesn't agree with me. You all have the rights to your opinion. I'm not married and I don't have kids. So please forgive me. This is just my opinion from what I've been told in regards to the situation. And for someone to just give up that quick and to tell them to move out, get an apartment and you know, but they still have to help out around the house. To me, it's like she, it was planned. This whole thing was planned. Doesn't care about the kids because he said he would do anything um, to go to like a therapy retreat thing for couples. Um, You know, and if she really, really thought they needed to go to therapy, he would most likely go, but he wasn't sure. Uh, You know, he was giving her options and she just kept saying that he needs therapy. He needed it because he is too quiet of a person and he has PTSD, which he does. Uh, he was in the National Guard for most of his um, 
life. So he's been deployed three times. You know, he has a lot, but he was very, he's just very quiet. And for her being a very outgoing person, they were very opposite. And she just kept saying, I guess, that he needs therapy. And he's like, okay, well, if I do, you do. You know, like, fair is fair. And I just, every time I, I hear what's going on, I get this bubbling of anger inside. Because I, as a woman, for myself, know inside, I could never do that to a friend. I could never do that to a, and I say friend, because when you're in a relationship, they become your friend first and foremost. And then it turns into the romantic relationship of a partnership. And I just would never do that to somebody. I've never cheated. I have never uh, raised a hand to a partner. None of that. I would never do what he had done to him. And I've always gone by the whole, like, in regards to relationships, you know, if you really want to be with that person, you will make it work. It's relationships are a full-time job. They are your second job. You work a day job, but you also got a second job. And that is a relationship. Morning, noon, and night. The moment you wake up, you've got to think about your relationship. You know, while you're at work, you got to think about your relationship. You think about that second job already. (laughs) When you get home, you're thinking about that relationship. It's a constant thought. It's always on your mind. That person is a constant in your daily life. It's work, people. And I'm not a therapist. I've explained this in my first episode. I am just your average Joe Schmo. Just, you know, chatting with you. Telling you things. And my opinions. It's insane. I don't know. I would love to right now wish that I had a friend sitting here with me that we could just go back and forth about this. But... Oh man, it just, oh, it took the energy out of me just now. It's so emotional. So if any of you are in this similar situation, you're not alone. If you're a woman who's going through this, you're not alone because look, it happens to men too. Us women can do some real hurtful things. And, uh, And men can do some real hurtful things. But this was the lowest of the low. And I feel horrible for him. Now, again, there's two sides to every story. I don't know what triggered it. I I really don't know. Um, I did reach out to her with his permission and drafted to him what I was going to text her to make sure he was okay with it because I obviously don't want to jeopardize his situation and his time with his kids and um you know and if it if it ends up in court and they get do get a divorce I don't want to be a part of why he doesn't get custody or I don't know but 
she's very vindictive, it sounds like, from things he's telling me. And I just wanted her to know that I'm his second longest knowing friend. So I've known him since I was 17 years old, I want to say. 16 or 17. And I'd say 17. I've known him since I was like 17 years old. So that's a few, you know, that's a long time. That's 20 plus years. And he, you know, I was at their wedding. They had a surprise wedding. And he is just one of the sweetest guys. Um, and I'm grateful that he's like my brother. I don't have siblings. So he is like a brother. And I, um, you know, just care about him. And I just want to make sure that he's okay. And I also wanted her to know that I knew because she had to have known, but I also wanted to let her know that I am here for both of them, regardless of how angry I was. And I still am, but it's just because I keep hearing more, like I said, as the days go on. So he approved what I was going to send her and I sent it. And, uh, you know, just spoke how I felt. And I'm actually going to read to you what I sent because I'm going to be truthful here with you. So my text was, hi, so-and-so, not giving you the name. <laughs> I wanted to reach out and let you know that I am aware of the current situation between you two, and I am here for both of you. I know there are two sides to every story, and I'm here if you want to talk. So-and-so was one of the two longest knowing friends I have, and I know he is hurting. I also know I am not there in person, but I am a call or text away. I was very shook by the news, to be honest. I don't hear from you much anymore, and everything that's been going on could be why, but I am here if you want to talk now. If not, I do want you to know that I am thinking of you both, and I just want the best. So, you know, <laughs> just like, you know, he was like, don't go Jersey style on her. Well, is that Jersey style? I think that is a very well sophisticated Jerseyan right there. Okay. Cause I wanted to have F bombs in there. I, I wanted to have a lot of not so nice things in there. However, I took my composure, got it together, and I was very respectful. And it wasn't for her. It was for the kids. They have three amazing children, and they're the ones that are suffering. They're the ones that are going to be put through the ringer during this whole situation. And um, it's, not, it's not right. No divorce, no separation in general is is okay when it has kids involved. It's a, it's a shitty situation for everyone involved, period. And, um, you know, I just wanted to, to be there because maybe she needed a third party. This was my thought process. Maybe she needs a third party that isn't close, close to her, that's not family to her, that she could lean onto that knows the situation and isn't there in the same state and could be an ear to listen. And uh, I got a response and it just said, thank you. So basically that was like, go fuck yourself. That, that's how I took that. And that was it. So I'm just 
mind boggled at the situation and it really made me think about other relationships out there in the world. Mine's not perfect. I mean, shit, I bitch and nag at Mark on a daily. Sometimes he literally just wakes up and I'm like, you know, like just riding his ass. Uh, Like, why didn't you do this? Or I have to talk to you and I don't give the poor man a break. And I love him to death. I really do. I mean, he is my life partner. And and I have to realize sometimes that just relax. It's it's not that important. Let him let him wake up. Let him go take a shit, you know. <laughs> let him brush his teeth. So, I understand that there're situations and relationships that can cause them to end. Listen, I was in an abusive relationship and got out of it real quick. As soon as the first time happened, I was out of it. Um, I would never let that happen a second time and didn't see it coming, obviously, the first time he did it, and that's why it was the last. So I've been in an abusive relationship, whether it was verbally or physically. I um, have been in the relationships where the men always cheated on me and lied to me about it. And I had had my heart broken every single time. So I finally took about two years to myself to get my shit together and discover who I am and what I want and what I deserve. And that was the best thing I could have ever done because then my family and Mark's family introduced us and we've been together ever since. Now we've had hiccups. We separated for a short period of time and moved apart from one another Um, we fight, like I said, you know, I wouldn't say like fight, fight. We, we bicker a lot and you know, we don't see eye to eye on a lot of things, but again, it's work. We also know people that are in abusive relationships that refuse to leave and just put up with it, but we are there for them a phone call away. You know, we can just try to give advice and we know people that are, It's not just physical, but we also know people that are in verbal abusive relationships. So all in all, we have people around us that are just going through it hard in their relationships, whether they're married or dating. And it sucks. It really does. Now, if you say you have a perfect relationship, I'm going to question that because (laughs) I don't feel, and this is again my opinion, that any relationship is perfect really isn't. And, um, but if there is one out there, please let me know. Uh, and I'd like to get some tips from you on what it took to get perfect. Because again, I just don't know of any perfect relationships to go off of. So if you know somebody that is going through a similar situation as my friends, please let them know that they are not alone. There are people going through it right now. Can we just say 2020? Fuck. Like, oi. Maybe that's why there was such a toilet paper shortage. Because it's a shitty year. You know, it's... I'm not sure this is the first time you heard that saying. But really a horrible year. And I just pray and wish and hope that this next year is so much better of a year and we can recoup the happiness and just get to a better place overall 
2021 and beyond because this was one for the record books, that's for sure. And 2020 marked 20 exact years that I was out of high school. I graduated high school in 2000. And, you know, everyone thought that the year 2000 was going to be the year that the, you know, web crashed, you know, all that kind of stuff. And uh, what they call it, I forget what they called it, but Y2K thingy, I don't know. And it didn't, everything was fine. It just took 20 years to turn to shit. But yeah, 2020 is really hitting a lot of us hard. It's hit Mark hard, it's hit me extremely hard. My parents hard, um, Mark's family hard, our friends hard. It's just my dog, you know, Bella. It's, it's really been tough. And my advice for my friend yesterday and today was simple. That he is a good person to please not take full responsibility for this, to work on himself, but also remember that he is a good human being, that he deserves better, and to be grateful for his children, to love his children, and to just try to take the positive out of the situation, which is that he has been blessed with those three children, that he has friends that love him, except for the one that chose to uh, love his wife, but that he has family. And, um, you know, and to take care of his mental and physical health. And, and he said he understood, you know, and, and that's really all you can do. A true friend is going to be there for you in the good times and the bad. They are not going to judge. They are not going to choose sides. They are not going to tell you something that you think you need to hear, but it's not the right thing you need to hear. They're going to just be there for you in general and care for you. And that's all I can do for him. And if his spouse were to reach out, I would do the same for her just out of respect for him because that's the right thing to do. So please, any situations you're going through, you know, maybe you need a therapist, maybe you don't, um, but either way, you're not alone. So thank you for joining me on this Monday episode two podcast of Cup of Common Sense. And the moral of the story here is his wife obviously does not have any common sense because if she did, she would realize what she had in front of her is a good man. Talk to you soon. Have a great week. Cannot believe that next week is the 14th of December. We are getting close to Christmas and Hanukkah and all of those great holidays. So I look forward to chat with you guys next week. Have a great week. Talk to you. Bye.